Hey guys, I'm Oliver, and this is my new podcast channel. I'm not sure if this is going to work, how it's going to work, or anything like that, um, but I feel the need to kind of get my voice out there, and I definitely feel like I articulate myself better in speech rather than online. And yeah, so everything you need to know about me for this, I guess, is I'm 17. I go to a high, an arts high school. I'm a senior. Um, it's very liberal, and I'm not liberal in the least, I guess. I'm, kind of, I'm pretty centrist, I guess. I am transgender, meaning I'm transitioning to male. I am pre-testosterone. But I have socially transitioned pretty much completely. And I hold what is called transmedicalist views, meaning that I view um, being trans as a medical condition, and I think insurance should cover it. I mean, it's it's pretty simple logic. Um, I know the URL of this podcast channel is Truthcom truth because that's also the url of my blog on tumblr but i also will touch on things that are not trans issues um but you know i really want to say what's on my mind and have a platform to do so so i'm testing it out um so let me know if it works and any other comments you have and i know this is really short But it's just a little intro video. So, thank you. Yeah. So, I recorded this like three times and I keep messing up, but whatever. Um, this is gonna go, this is gonna be multiple parts because it's kind of a long story. It's gonna go into an episode with my first two things and I don't know if any others, but, um, it's a story. I kind of want and kind of need to tell, and it's kind of important in how the course of events shaped my political beliefs and my beliefs on transsexualism um, overall, and it's important because you guys need to understand that, yeah, I am a little biased. Um, of course, I do have science to back me up, but I'm biased in my emotions in that I was treated very badly. And I'm admitting that bias right now. Right here, right now, I'm very biased on this kind of thing because of the story. And the story is about my first girlfriend. And like I said, it'll be in two parts, or multiple parts, at least two. So when I was 15, I started dating a girl who I had met when I was a freshman. So we started dating sophomore year. Um, overall, we dated for eight months. Um, in the last few months, it was really rocky. So I don't know if it's eight months completely together, but we say eight months. And, um, she 
early in our relationship, she started taking me to a group in our city for LGBT kids. And I went to one specifically for trans kids as well. And in these groups, I met a lot of kids who were young as like 11, 12 years old who wanted to be called it itself pronouns. Um, identified as cats and whatever. And you know, at the time, I was really struggling with my own political identity. I was still very liberal. I was wrapped up in identity politics. I had just come out as trans. Um, just asked people to start using my preferred name. And I kind of identified somewhere as non-binary. I knew I was male, but I identified as non-binary because of political reasons, basically. And because I wasn't sure of myself, like I am kind of now, now I'm having different issues. That's not the point. Um, and in these groups, I met a lot of kids who were very willing to advocate for violence for their side. Kids who hated with a fiery passion conservatives and uh, people they didn't necessarily take the time to understand. And it kind of irked me, but um, I never really spoke out about it or anything because I felt like if I did, I would be, you know, attacked or whatever. Um, so this girl I was dating a few months into our relationship started identifying as non-binary and um, using they, them pronouns. And right now I'm going to tell you, yes, I'm being a dick. I'm being a total dick. I use her birth name and I use her, I use she, her pronouns for this girl. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe it's disrespectful. Yeah, probably is disrespectful. It's probably a total dick move. Um, but I'm going to tell you the way she treated me and why I really don't care that it's a dick move. And I'm going to admit right here and now, right before my time ends for this small segment, that yes, I did some awful things during that relationship. Um, it was really bad toxic relationship so it was a bad relationship and I'll tell you some of the pretty bad things that I did first just so you're not thinking that oh he's laying all the blame on her no I starting around six five or six months I started to feel very pressured very suffocated because this was my first relationship, and I didn't understand the feelings I was having at all. And we were talking about the future, and we were 15, 16 years old. We'd been having sex for our entire relationship. I was very pressured. I was very unsure of everything, and I was dealing with a lot of mental health issues. And so I did some regrettable things, yeah. I um, asked for a break, um, and I knew that it would hurt her, um, but when we took that break, we didn't really separate ourselves enough, 
that's partially my, my fault. Yes, we did not separate ourselves enough. We continued to be like a couple. Um, and so it didn't help the feelings I was having. So then I asked for an open relationship so that I could see other people. And yes, that was a pretty shitty thing to do. And it probably hurt her really bad. Um, but I never actually saw anyone else because I find I ended up breaking up with her more than once. Actually, I broke up with her once at the LGBT group she took me to, actually. And while we were there, she threatened, and I don't remember the quote exactly because this was a long time ago. She said she was going to go home and do something bad, and I told her that I would know if she caught herself, and I wouldn't let her do that. And she said, maybe I'll do something you can't see. And for some context, she took Xanax sometimes, and I felt that this was a very personal strike at me because I watched my brother when I was very young, I watched my brother overdose on Xanax. And so I didn't wind up completely ending it right then and there because of my reaction to what she said. And yes, what she said was awful, horrible. She's threatening to hurt herself because I'm trying to leave her. And how I reacted, letting myself continue to be in a relationship with her, continued to hurt us both. And when we were in this relationship and she was identifying as non-binary, I didn't use her pronouns at first. Um, and I did eventually start using her pronouns and name, but I didn't at first. I mean, because I was still struggling with, do I really believe you can be non-dysphoric and trans? And now I know how I feel about that and how I feel about respecting people, but you know, I eventually did start respecting her as best as I could, but she took that and she twisted it into me being transphobic. And she took that uh, I wasn't attracted to masculine people, and she still tells people to this day that I, quote-unquote, threatened to break up with her if she transitioned to be more masculine. Which she also claims is somehow transphobic. I'm not attracted to masculine people, and I probably made that very clear while we were dating, but, you know, that's my right. I don't like masculine people. I like feminine people, which she has always completely presented as female, and it's part of the reason I was very attracted to her. And then she starts going weird with her identity. I don't know if any of the story's making much sense. I'm not doing it very chronologically or very well, um, but I'm hope I'm hoping to just clear some things and get it all, it, it's mostly train of thought at this point, because I need to get it out there. So, her, her friends um, didn't like me very much for whatever reason, and the interesting thing was that every single one of them Every one of them, like a group of nine or ten people, identified as trans, quote unquote. And 
as far as I know, only one of them ever actually went on hormones, and um, he was the first to come out in that group anyway. All of them started identifying as trans, and then her. They never liked me. They were always very distant to me, very, you should break up with him, he's not good enough for you, yada, yada, yada. Well, when I finally did break up with her, her friends, she and her friends started spreading really nasty things about me. And uh, things like I was abusive and I was transphobic um, and all that kind of thing. And it really, around that point, my emotions were kind of fucked up and I started getting really mad and I started trying to avoid the trans kind of groups of people. And I'm not sure if I'm articulating this well to the point where you can understand what I was feeling at the time and why I was feeling it. I'm going to try my hardest, but um, they started, I wasn't, I wasn't welcome anymore in trans groups. Um, because they, they said these things about me, that I was transphobic, that I was abusive. I wasn't welcome anymore in places that were supposed to be safe. And I, I couldn't express myself even in these places to defend myself, so I, I stopped going. And I really hardened in my opinions of, well, you can't be, you can't be non-dysphoric trans, and why should non-binary be a thing? And at this point, I was very, very anti all of it. And I was not willing, like I am now, to be corrected with evidence. And it pretty much severed my ties from the trans community. Um, last year, my junior year, she, we both started seeing other people. We tried to stay friends, I guess. It, it was weird. It was rocky. She slapped me a few times. I knew these rumors were being spread. I let myself be friends with her again. I don't know why I did it. I guess it was just because I was obsessed or something. I, I don't know. But uh, she started dating this guy. And he's another trans guy. And she had dated another trans guy over the summer, actually. But she started dating a trans guy, and he... I had met him a few times. He's very rich. He started testosterone at like 14. And he decided to start fucking, fucking with me. He started harassing me at a lot of turns and stuff. At this point, I wasn't living at home. I was living with my best friend. And at school, she was being a dick to me. And when I started saying, Hey, don't fucking do that or don't fucking talk to me. He came up to me, grabbed my wrist, and said, Hey, stop being an asshole to her. I would mimic his voice, but I won't. Um, because he's really fucking annoying. And that that was the first time he put his hands on me. Um, it wasn't the last, actually. At another point, he was doing, it was, we were, it was entirely fucking around. It wasn't an aggressive thing this, that time, the second time. But he shoved his hand up my shirt and then later claimed that he never did it. Um, it wasn't something I was actually too upset about at the time. I hadn't 
yet gotten the anger at him that I have now. It was really the third time that he did it that really solidified where I stand and how I see um, two cutes, really. So the third time this kid put his hands on me, um, I had gone to a rally. They were trying to pass a bathroom bill here, and obviously I don't want them passing a bathroom bill here because I like using the men's room safely. Um, so I went to this rally that was against it. My best friend had decided not to come with me. She was not feeling well, so I was there pretty much alone. I mean, aside from the people that I knew who had gone, because I know, I knew at this point a lot of trans people, and I was still friends with them or whatever. And all throughout this event, he is just staring at me. And when you grow up like I did, you learn to tell aggression, even when they're not necessarily being like, fuck with me, yo. He was being, you know, aggressive, just subtly. And he got up, and he's part of a group in my city that really fights for trans issues. Um, but they're very social justice about it. He got up, and it was he made a speech. And he goes into this pity rant about how people at his, even at people at his school were saying things like, you're not trans enough. It's like looking at me the whole time, and I've never said anything like this. I've never really, I've asked questions, but at this point, I never really aired the thoughts that I was having. I, I had, didn't really even have them online yet. And he's making this speech, and it's very clearly about me. He's looking at me, he's talking about things that were never had involved him but involved the person he was currently dating and you know I was like fuck you dude whatever I I'm here to support my own rights I'm here to protect myself fuck you I don't care what you say but later uh in the night as I'm walking down the stairs of the Capitol, he slams himself into me and later he would claim that oh it's just an accident but you know it was a very aggressive thing. He slams himself into me and goes, Why the fuck are you even here? It's obvious you don't care about trans issues. And if you know me, you know that I suffer from very, very bad anger issues. And I have physically hurt people in the past um, because they touch me. I don't deal well with being touched in a non-consensual way. And it's something that I, to this day, work on. And at that moment in time, I could have hurt him really badly. And, you know, sometimes I say I regret not hurting him when I had the chance because he had touched me and, you know. But I am honestly glad I didn't. But it really solidified some things in that even my friends didn't really seem to care, my friends, quote-unquote, my trans friends, that um, 
were in this too cute kind of mindset didn't really care. They most they did was try to calm me down, but they didn't really say anything against what he had said and um what he had did done what he had did what he had done and I contacted the school and I told them that I would not be able to continue safely going to school with him if this issue was not addressed and um we did we addressed it through the school and he called me a transphobe, and he said I had said people were not trans enough, and and he said I had called him a faggot. I never called anybody that, and I didn't even start using the word until this year. And, you know, it was a whole bunch of malicious lies about me, and so many. It wasn't just one or two people. It was so many participants in what was happening that it really set me against these people. I'm really sorry if this isn't a coherent story. Um, It's, it lasted the span of almost two years, the entire ordeal, and it continues to this day, honestly. And it's, I guess it's hard to explain and probably kind of hard to grasp exactly my what happened and how it relates to me now and how everything that happened during it relates to each other. I guess I'm not telling it well, not very chronologically, but the incident that happened at the rally really set me into realizing that, you know, Sometimes trans people suck. Like, they're not all great. They're not all perfect. And the overwhelming majority of the trenders, yes, the trenders that I knew, the one who, the one who actually physically assaulted me was, and I'm not saying it was a bad assault or something that really hurt me, but it's something that if I didn't, hadn't taken care of it, I know would have gotten worse because he, is the kind of person who likes hurting people, and I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. He likes hurting people. If I hadn't addressed it, it would have gotten worse, and I would have hurt him really badly. But the overwhelming majority of the trenders who went to my school and who were in these groups started hating me for things that weren't true. And it wasn't just the abusive thing that they started hating me over. It was they were being told that I believed in things that I had never said before. And yes, they are things I believe now, but they weren't necessarily things I believed then. They were being told I was awful and transphobic and believed there was a not trans enough. And they started... I I could feel them... When I entered a room with one of them in it, I could feel them watching me and evil-eyeing me. I walked into one kid one day with my group of friends, kids who had been my real friends and weren't trenders, and this one trender among them, I pass her, them, they, whatever, I pass, and they're whispering, punch him, punch him, punch him, 
and I just wanted to turn around and go, fucking punch me, I will kill you. And I didn't, and I'm honestly so glad at myself that I've never let the anger, I mean, I've let it go into walls and trees, but I've never let it go into a person, because I think that that would, that wouldn't, that would be counterproductive if I did really hurt somebody, because that would be the opposite of what I really believe. I don't like hurting people. I don't like people who hurt people. And if I had let myself, anyway, we're off track. Um, kids who had once called themselves my friends, um, kids who had never really liked me, all of them together just shunned me now. And yet, a mixture of the abusive rumors and all that, but they were part of spreading them. Every time I tried to date a new girl, um, the rumors would wind their way back to her. And it may never, it usually wasn't directly from my ex. Though, you know, she started them. They wound their way back to whoever I was dating. And I found out this year from some friends that just started school here that they're still talking about me. My friend, uh, just told me the other day, well, I was, I was a little mad because I had heard some stuff. I was a little mad. And I was like, I've been called transphobic. She goes, yeah, I've heard that. I was like, she just started this year and she's heard that I'm transphobic. And another, a freshman telling me she walked in on my ex still talking shit with all of her tender friends. And, and I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but, they, this overall long thing matters and that you guys know that I'm biased and I am try, I try to be scientific, but yes, I am biased. So I guess the kind of point of this was of course to admit my own bias, to make sure you guys know where my bias comes from and to get out some of, it pushed me away from too cute ideology, and I'm really glad it did, and I'm glad I'm not a too cute anymore, and I'm glad I've learned that living in an echo chamber really only results in bigotry and violent people being violent people, so... I guess that's the end of this story, really. Um, there, there was a lot more detail to it. A lot more... It may not completely be coherent without every detail of what happened, and I'm sorry about that. Ooh, excuse me, I burped. But, um... Yeah. That's the end of that. And I'm sorry for, you know, going on and a little bit ranting. And I'll probably rant about it again because it's still an issue that makes me mad. Um, because I, I was abused. I was assaulted by these people who hold themselves up as better than me. I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to my long-ass story.
you know, bye.